Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. the Lynn Sandy Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And we just got through divisional rounds in the NFL playoffs, the AFC and the NFC. And I have the uh, the, the lovely trio. Uh, once again, uh, we have uh, Bryce Shetty, my uh, normal co-host. Bryce, how we uh, how we doing? How do we, how do we think of these games, Bryce? It was good. I went, uh, I went two and two on my picks. Two and two. Not bad. I'll take two and two, two and two, and you made them the day. You made them the day after, so it's kind of or wait Wednesday. You made them Wednesday, correct? You uh, made the picks Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. So I mean, you had some time. Two weeks ago, we made the picks on Monday, so I feel like I, I some of us should get a pass on that. But in fact, we getting two and two is impressive. Uh, and then I also have uh, Zach Griffith, uh, who's been joining us uh, throughout much of the postseason. Uh, Zach, it's uh, it's a privilege to have you out again. I also caught two, uh, which is two more than Mike Thomas got. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I can tell you. I had to do it. You did. I had to do it. I had to do it. No, I went to a two, uh, eventful weekend, gentlemen. Eventful. Uh, I think we're in for some good conference championship games. We are. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, it's a great it's a great week uh, to discuss. But uh, you know, just to, to keep things moving, uh, we we are not really doing a quote get the sack segment because there's just so many hirings. Uh, but we'll start off with uh with with the first uh, hiring, in my opinion, of of high high regard, uh, and that is Robert Sala uh, going to the New York Jets. Adam Gase, a guy that has been buried in his grave by this podcast, has basically. You know, it doesn't even exist, uh, according to this podcast. Salah is the coach of this team. He is going to have to figure out how in the world this team is going to become competent. This is a horrible franchise that Salah is taking. I mean, he he probably got paid maybe with some nice bonus money or something. But I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have Zach start with this first because I've never seen anybody go at New York teams the way Zach does. Yeah, it's, he's it's like he, he, none to, other to, to keep going with the pop culture streak. He's like the Punisher at this point. He is literally just destroy, destroying every New York team any chance he gets to. He's just knocking them out left and right. So, Zach, how, how do you see this uh, New York Jets hiring? How do I see it? How do I see it? It doesn't matter do you, do who they hire. It doesn't matter. You don't like Salah though? You don't like Salah? Look, he's fine. Todd he's Bowles was fine. Okay. Yeah, he was. Look what happened to Todd Bowles. He I got just, screwed over, Zach. Come on, he got screwed he over. He did. Bowles got screwed over. He did. I'm just saying. Look, I don't they're worse than the Knicks in some respects. There's just horrible, constant, wow. <laughs> constant. Poor wow. management decisions. Well, I can't just, believe you went there. Just I'm going there. That's a the, lot the Knicks of the NFL. It's an embarrassment. Everybody knows New York City has great fans. Everybody knows it. They're just an embarrassment to the league, an embarrassment to their city and their fans. I, I really, it doesn't merit my commentary. This hard. you're telling me a team that's really, really relying on Ty Johnson is an embarrassment to the city. When Braxton Berrios was at times your best passing option, uh, 
uh, I'm oh, not brother. Pass it to Bryce. Pass well, it to Bryce. I, yeah, let, yeah, Bryce, take it away here before Zach goes out of tangent. Well, so I got to be honest. Like, I this is actually one of the coaching hires that I I'm actually a fan of. Uh, oh, you know, come normally, on, Bryce. No, I, I am. I, had a I am. Though. You would say that. I had no, a feeling I'm serious. I'm being genuine, though. Like, I really do. Look, I'm not a big, I'm not big on hiring defensive guys. As Bryce, you're gonna you're gonna take a beating tonight, so you're starting off. You're not starting off. Whatever, here. whatever. I'll defend it all. I don't care. I like Robert Sala. I get. I'm not big on hiring defensive coaches as head coaches. I'm just not. You okay? But at, at some point, you need to 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 look uh, at that side right. of the ball for coaching. You're right. You're right. Well, he he made a good point last time about uh who is the last. I think it was before the show started, actually. Mm-hmm. Who was the last uh, defensive coach to win a Super Bowl? And I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, but I think Robert Sala has the type of personality and the type of grit to not only embody New York, but to elevate the intensity of that team and elevate the morale of that team. They, they need it. Uh, yeah, and the yeah, fact they that they're going to they, – they hired uh, Mike LaFleur, who is Matt LaFleur's younger brother, Matt, coach of the Packers in the NFC Championship game. We'll talk about him later. I like the direction that they're going, you know, and, and I think we're finally going to see what, what Sam Darnold is. Uh, the, the reports are that they're going to keep Sam Darnold in New York – uh, Zach uh, gave us an, a, a, a very emphatic LOL when there was uh, rumors of a trade package being put together for Deshaun Watson to go to the Jets, which I agree is very laughable at this point. But nonetheless, I guess it's out there. I think it'll be interesting. I think you have to give Sala a couple years. I'm not going to say two years. You got two years to turn this team around and be successful. No, I disagree. I think you give him. I think you give him four years. I think you give him four years. I think he might have signed a contract for five. I think. I think he. I think he gets four. I think he gets four to turn around. Yeah. You know who was a four-year coach that got fired after uh, four don't, years of being? Uh, a- don't. Don't do that. Do, do don't what? Do what? Don't. I know what I was going to say. What do you yeah, think I I'm going to say? I know. What, what do you think I'm going to say? What do you think I'm going to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. You got to. No. You call me out. What do you think I'm going to say? all your glory. I'm, I'm talking about Doug Marone, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking uh, about. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so, now look, with, with Salah, I will say this. I do think I, I, you have a very good point about leadership. And this yeah, team needs point. that. That This team really just needs somebody who can push these guys to believe. And, and a front office that it feels like at times – has just struggled to get these players to believe that they are putting themselves in a position to win. And Salah, I think, can motivate these guys to do that. I, I want to be clear with what I'm saying here. I, I think Flores is levels better than Salah, but I think he could do something similar. You just see these guys play hard. I think we, it's the first time that I think we can really see that from the Jets. I think Salah might give him that opportunity. Obviously, there's a lot of, of questions, right? I mean, you know, what are they going to do at quarterback? Uh, you know, are they going to keep Darnold? Are they going to let the draft one, right? Or how are they going to look to use their money? They have money this year. They have a lot of it. Are they going to look to sign? Are they going to look to just make depth moves? There's a lot of questions. 
I think that's where Salas' leadership comes into play. He's seen very talented defenses in his time at San Francisco. You know, in San Francisco, it's just a fact. Uh, you know, I think they have a big uh, question mark uh, in free agency. Marcus May, uh, one of the, the really only promising pieces of the Jets, uh, you know, as a free agent, uh, you have to think that they're going to try to get him back because, uh, you know, he's one of the only competent players on their NFL roster. So as far as I'm concerned, the, the Jets are a team that, you know, that they they basically did the obvious. They got a better coach than Adam Gase. And that's a yeah, win. You, you can't get worse. That's I a mean, win. Adam Gase, other than just knowing nothing about football, created a really bad culture for the Jets. I mean, he was constantly blaming other coaches, blaming players. He got rid of I mean, Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams, probably one of the best safeties in the game right now. Yeah. Now, what are you doing? De- to defend this, though, he, he has not been near as good in pass coverage. But at the same time, you just don't let players like that go, knowing that you literally have no time. You Okay. Bounty Gate was his DC. This? Especially when you passed up on two bona fide quarterbacks and Watson and Mahomes for Adams, and they end up trading Adams. For what amounted to nothing, it's totally and completely embarrassing. Uh, they have they have legitimate problems, and and I just just miss me on just miss me a lot on what's going on right now. The the next thing with the uh, the, the next coaching hire that, in my opinion, got a lot of traction and and rightfully so, is uh, the, the Chargers. And the Chargers came out of this getting a, a phenomenal. Uh, defensive mind uh, and Brandon Staley, who uh, Bryce just thinks the Rams coaching is overhyped, but they, they, he did get hired as soon as possible by the Chargers. And I, to be honest with you, I, I think it, it's, it is a good hire. Um, he, he, it is a good hire. He's talented. It's, I'm not really focused on the team itself. I'm talking Bryce, about grimacing. does the coach deserve the job? Does a coach Brandon Staley deserves a job? He deserves a job. I agree with that. The Chargers, the, the Chargers were a weird fit. Come on, weird Bryce, fit. he deserves a shot. But he he deserves a shot. He, he's he, he was able to show a lot of things schematically, and I, I think the Chargers in the past have gone with very offensive. You know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but you know they had Anthony Lynn as a top. Uh, you know, more of an offensive mind. Mike right? McCoy no, was an offensive yeah, guy. North yeah. Turner. Yeah, great point. Great point. I think they're just mixing it up and going with the defense side of the ball. They tried offensive minds. Oh, I, no. I, I, think, I think this is a really a, amazing right. defense when they get their team healthy. It is. I, I, I think they have a lot of pieces there. Um, you know, hopefully Derwin James can stay healthy for an entire season. Um, you know, I, I really unfortunate luck there. Uh, but, but this is a, I mean, you guys, I, I think if the Chargers are healthy, I, I think we're talking about this defense being top 10. I think they're that good. And Staley, in terms of pure talent on the roster, Staley can get them to play even better than that. Oh, and by the way, uh, they do have a, a stud in Justin Herbert, and they have a really a solid group there foundationally on offense. The thing that I'm curious of, uh, you know, and I'll get your thoughts on this as well. Is you know, first off, I'll, I'll have Zach start with this. What do you think of Staley as a head coach? And then the other question I have for you is, you you had your fair share with Pep Hamilton. Now the thing that now the thing that I will say is, about this is, you know, he he was you know a little bit of a weird situation for the Colts, but I don't think it's healthy for Herbert to have another offensive coordinator immediately after his rookie season. 
So do you think that the Chargers are going to try and figure out a way to keep Hamilton so that they don't have Herbert run another offense? Because I think the problem is it's possible that the off that the offensive coordinators could just keep running in circles. And to you guys know this, right? If you have like a system you have to learn every year, it's not healthy. It's not good for your quarterback. And Herbert, as we all know, is a very talented kid. See Alex Smith early in his career. Right. How many OCs did he have? But you know, I if I was them. I think Herbert's talented enough. It won't make much of a difference who the OC is, but this young in his career, I think he needs some stability. So as much as I don't like Pep. Oh, no. He keeps he showed a lot oh. of stuff for them. He showed a lot of stuff for them. As the much as I was, don't – He showed a lot of stuff, and they didn't have their best running back for most of the year. Um, and he had a rookie quarterback. So I was – Yes. Well, and considered I, Pep Hamilton, I was, I was fairly impressed. And I think Pep Hamilton, now that Lynn is out of the picture, will have less pressure to be a very elite running team. Anthony Lynn has always been a guy that wants to go run heavy. You know, it's possible that Pep Hamilton will be able to open up his playbook a little bit more. And I'm telling you, Justin Herbert can throw the freaking football, so you don't need to limit how many plays he can do. You know, I just – that's all. Uh, Bryce, what do you have on that? Enter Bryce shit fest. Uh. They got it wrong. They just got it wrong. They they got it wrong. Okay. There's other people that I prefer, but to sit there and say that Brandon Staley doesn't deserve a job. That's where it's ridiculous, Bryce. I I don't, I don't know. I I don't know that that he does. Why? Why? That's ridiculous. Give me one reason why Brandon Staley should be a head coach. He innovated schemes like nobody's business this year. He turned an okay Rams defense and made it the best in the league. What else do you want to hear about? Okay. Look, look, he did that and he helped develop Corderell Patterson in college and get him drafted that bum in the league. So I, I mean, okay, fine. I, I, I just, I don't like this. I think this is wrong. It's better uh, than being too, you're being too cute. You're being too, you're being too cute about this, though. Because no, I'm not. You, you, because Ryan Dabble should be the head coach of the of See, the Los This is Angeles where I knew Chargers. you were going to go. This is where uh, I knew you were going to go. We, why? That, were makes, go that makes total sense. It makes sense, Bryce. But the fact is, they hired Brandon Staley. There's no, you know, no. what ifs there. This is their guy. This is no. who they went with. No. It's a joke that Dable didn't get hired. It, it is a joke. It's a joke that Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten hired. It's horrible. It's yeah, horrible. This, but this doesn't make sense. Staley is a Staley is a is a deserving hire. He's a deserving hire. Sure. Sure. And as far as Pep Hamilton goes. It, uh, that, that was Bryce, that Bryce. was a, that was a Grigson hire, and then and then he went to Michigan. He went to Michigan to to be the OC for them. Look where that got him. Canned, Bryce. canned. Bryce. We're we're he's not. He's in the NFL. How's that? He's not doing bad for himself. Bryce, you and I do not have a great history with Pep Hamilton. We we don't. I don't like Pep Hamilton, but he had a nice year last year. All things considered, I mean, he did, Bryce. I, wait, I don't even think he was the OC. I think he was just a quarterback well, to, coach. To clarify that he he was a quarterback's coach, yeah, but was there a was a lot of possibility, though, that he was going to come in and be the offensive coordinator in the hopes that they could potentially keep Herbert in the same similar offense. It they, they, the, had, they had oh, Shane, Shane Steichen. Right, who I just – I'm sorry, but I think I think it's going to be more beneficial – 
to, to keep to keep some people you know on his staff and and I think keeping the quarterbacks coach might do a lot in terms of a you know a player like Herbert who's very young and still figuring himself out. That's all. That's all. I I just next, I don't like this. The the next hiring, uh, which yeah, somehow uh, we all forgot about this in the uh, the pre show. By the way, Zach and Bryce is uh, Arthur Smith. <laughs> who went to the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, and, you know, here's the thing. Um, when I look at this type of hire, this is a team desperate to get their offense back up the top of the board. This this is a move that's trying to get this offense back to where it was uh, before they choked in the Super Bowl, top 10, top five level offense. This is That's where they want to be. Right. I did. I, I agree with you, Zach. You mentioned this uh, later in the season, and I, I 100 percent agree that Raheem Morris uh, really got those players going. Uh, he showed a lot of leadership and grit, and you really could have argued that he should have stayed as the coach. But the, Arthur Smith is a phenomenal uh, offensive mind for this team. I love it. I love I love the entire fit. This is easily my favorite signing, not even close in terms of a coach, you know, because he's he's coming into this situation, getting a getting an offense that's fully loaded. He he's I think if they find the right depending on what where they where he goes with the staff, I'm curious to see what they do with the defense. I'm really curious. Because I, I like a lot of pieces they have, right? I like Deion Jones, right? I like I like uh, Grady Jarrett. I mean, Zach, you got to like Grady Cherry. You, you, you yeah. love the trenches. Oh, yeah. Jared's a beast. And they have Keanu Neal. And I, I think, you know, maybe some moves in the secondary. And it, you'd have an interesting defense over there. So, Bryce, I'll have you start with this one. What do you think of Arthur Smith? Uh, I kind of like it. I kind of don't. I think I'm just really going to have to see how this one plays out. I'm leaning, toward, on new coaches. I'm leaning toward this one not working. It might work for a little bit. I, I don't know. I so much of the of that of the Titans' offense that we've watched for the past couple of years has been uh, strictly, yeah, running the ball. You know, I can call a running play. You know, I, and and guess guess what? The Falcons don't have a running back. They don't have one. You respect Brian Hill, Bryce. Stop, Ito Smith. Ito Smith, baby. I think they could be an interesting team, though, for somebody. You I know, think if there's a talent in the draft. Like, you know, get the get the former Georgia, get the 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 kid Trey from Sermon, Georgia. Like, baby. Well, you, you know, you could go Sermon, and you know, I, I think an, another piece, uh, Bryce, that I think would be potentially interesting for this team if he was available for them in the draft would be the would be Travis Etienne. I, I think he'd be an interesting piece in Atlanta with his ability to catch out of the backfield, and I, I think that you could get a guy, you know, a rookie, and and you know, really see some nice progress there. I don't think it's crazy, you know, to go out and draft one and get some really good production early on. No, I I think this is, it could happen. I think this is a wild card for me. I'm I'm leaning to her again. I think there's better. I think there were better candidates out there. Um, Unless these teams know something that, that we don't, that nothing's been reported. Like the enemy already has a job he's going to take or dabble already has a job that he's going to take. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'll wait and see on this one. Zach. Here's look, I like Arthur Smith. This is the team that should have hired Deuce Staley. This is really, this is the team. Yeah. Their defense sucks. 
Caleb, yeah, I know you, you threw out some names. They're good names. Why did they lose these games this year? Not because of lack of points. They can't stop anybody. They can't stop anyone. And we got to the Super Bowl with a defensive coach. I know he didn't turn out to be a good coach. <laughs> sure. Sure. But they got to the Super Bowl with him. So. He could have been a name we remembered. He could have, oh, well, we do you remember him. You guys are going to agree with this because we do you're remember homers. him, Bryce. You're you're going to agree with this because you're homers. But I'm shocked that Eberflus was never taken seriously for this job opening. I think next cycle he might no, get one if, if the uh, if the Colts get, have another good defense next year. Because I, I, I think the next cycle. he would have been interesting here, <laughs> and I think Morris, you know, to retain him back would have been interesting. I see where especially, you're going with it, Zach. Especially with Eberflus, if the Colts lose Rhodes and Walker, like two big guys like that, and they don't miss a beat next year, he's going to get some looks. You very well might. I think the the defense, the defensive mind in Atlanta, there's an argument there. Uh, but, you know, we'll just see. Uh, the next, uh, you know, coaching hire uh, that happened was uh, Dan Campbell. This is the worst hire I've seen in recent memory. This is, this is purely this is purely this, atrocious. This is the sign of a team that has no idea what they're doing. This is the, no, they they're don't. panicking. No, they and they don't. haven't known the whole Stafford era and even before and, that. I mean, what, what are you going to see from his time as an interim in Miami? And then the other thing that I want to say is he's a God tight ends coach. Us. He They easily, I mean, <laughs> I just, my mind is blown as to how a guy like Dable or Biennemi is not hired to the Detroit Lions. Matt Stafford. It's just blown. Matt Stafford should be doing what Deshaun Watson is doing. Oh, hundred percent. I was getting ready to say that, Zach. This is this is going nowhere. Nowhere. He is he was a tight ends coach. I get he's the assistant head coach for the Saints. He is a tight ends coach. A tight ends coach. That's all he's ever been. So Hawkinson's gonna benefit. Okay. Okay. Not you want to hear good, his resume? But I see what you're saying. Let, let, let me give you this resume. Okay. He was the Miami Dolphins coaching intern in 2010. He was. He is. He went back to the tight ends coach to uh, for Miami 2011 to 2015. 2015 interim head coach for the Dolphins again, and now the the Saints. He's tight ends coach and assistant to the head coach 2016 to present. I'm sorry, you guys. It's a, it's just weird to me. What are we? Oh, oh you guys are right. This is the oh, team that should have hired oh, enemy. This is oh, the team. No, I, you guys are going to love this. This is why he was hired by the Lions. Here you go. Well, some go bullshit connection. Oh, oh Zach, you're going to love this. Oh. Hey, Caleb, you're going to love this too. He was part of the 2008 Detroit Lions team that went 0-16. <laughs> No, they didn't give Rod Marinelli. Rod Marinelli called it. Then, what are we doing? <laughs> this is what it is, are we it is doing? a horrible. It is a really look. Since we've been alive, player. since we've been alive, the three worst franchises have probably been the Browns, the Texans, and the Lions. The Lions have a quarterback. They had a Hall of Fame receiver. They have nothing to show for it, and they and they potentially could have their best, their two best receivers this year leaving for agency. That's why I'm saying, yeah. if they hire Bienemy, a highly respected offensive mind, look at what he's done with Tyree Kill. I know you guys aren't as high on Tyree Kill as I am, but he's not the best receiver in the league, but he is good. Yeah, he's yeah, he's great. 
You don't think Kenny Galladay would say, hey, yeah, I hired this guy. Maybe I should stick around. Give Matt a call, see what he's thinking. I just, if I'm Matt Stafford, I'm like, hey, you're right. Guys, Ford, you're right. Get, get me out of here. Do you think he had any influence? Everything. Do you think Stafford had no. any influence? No. No. Clearly should he really have? Not. Should he have? Yeah. Should he have? I see. I agree. He should, no, the only thing he should have a say in is going and demanding what team he should be traded to. If Matt Stafford had a say and said, I want this tight ends coach, then that's a bad look for him. But there's no, yeah. there's no way. The, all the things they've done in his tenure, there's no way he has a say. There's just no way. That leads us into the uh, the next potential opening. Uh, God, I love hating on this hiring. And, and not even this hiring, this potential job opening. The Philadelphia Eagles have a coaching spot that they'd like to get filled up. Yeah, coaching spot they'd like to get pulled up. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. This this is a <laughs> you have no flexibility with the roster. None. You're you're stuck with the you're stuck with the roster at this point. You're stuck with Carson Wentz. You're stuck with him. You're stuck with him. You're stuck with you're stuck with that situation. It's a melting pot of drama for any coach. And here's the thing. I I think it is mind-boggling that we have not heard of a lot of candidates in the sense of the Eagles don't feel like they're targeting that many people. I mean, Bryce, like you, you went on, on a, went in on a particular candidate and why you didn't think that it matched well for the Eagles. And I'll let you have that, but I'll be honest with you. I think you can make a case that Todd Bowles going to the Eagles doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, I, I mean, and, I like and they're Bowles. saying, I like they're Bowles, saying he I, might I be like out him. on that. They were going to schedule an interview. They're saying he might be out, but I um, like Bowles. I just think I, he, this isn't the I right like job. Bulls too. This isn't the right job, though. This isn't no, the right job. I don't stay think another so year. Yeah, stay another year. That's okay. Do you guys know who the prime candidate is right now? That was reported uh, today. This is this is yeah, go ahead. Am I gonna laugh? Rip him. Am I no, gonna uh, rip him. Oh, Zach, rip him. Zach, you are absolutely gonna laugh about this. Go ahead. The one, the only, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Check tree ever it's the well, giving tree of shitty coaches so, oh and and guess who else is out don't hate on, on the Flores. head coaching job Flores brian is dabble who? brian dabble out on the head coaching job he doesn't want the smoke Chiefs of the quarterback coach mike kafka don't out out don't even get me started with kafka don't hey even. let me let me tell you what the eagles are the eagles are a mirror image a Star Wars reference here. The Eagles are a mirror image of the Old Republic in Revenge of the Sith. On top of the world one day, and then the next day, it all goes to shit. You're, you're done. It's over. <laughs> I mean, here's... I, yeah, I, I think that's a really good... It's it, The Eagles are a miserable place at this point. They are stuck beyond belief with the roster that they it's have. It's horrible. And internally, they are in trouble. This is a, not a healthy organization to be a part of. Let me let me remind you of something. Can I can I just list off uh, the next like couple of deals? Okay, just let me list off like to you like five deals in terms of guaranteed money. Okay, <sighs> Carson Wentz is guaranteed one hundred seven million nine hundred seventy thousand six hundred eighty three dollars. Fletcher Cox sixty three million deserves. Lane it. Johnson fifty four billion. Oh, Brandon Books thirty billion. Alshon Jeffrey, twenty six million oh, no. seven hundred fifty thousand expires in twenty twenty two. Slate gets 30, 30 million. Nice call, by the way. Zach Ertz, 
Uh, you know, he's probably going to go to free agency. Lacerated kidney. This is, it's it's a problem. Guys, it's, it's a, it's a legitimate problem. They they have a lot of guys that they are paying a lot of money to. And I mean, obviously the quarterbacks where you first go for this, obviously, but it just, it makes you wonder like, how is this team going to do anything when you have a quarterback that you don't believe in at 107 million guaranteed two of your top five, uh, you know, pieces in terms of signings, you guys, they get hurt. I, I like Brooks and Johnson, but they're struggling to stay healthy. Like oh those God. are really bad contracts. I mean, the only contract that you can say is logical would be Fletcher Cox. That's it. Maybe Dar- it. I, I, Darius Slay is not bad. I like Darius Slay, but uh, I mean, but that's a problem though. If you look at their top six, I mean, Brandon Graham, I think Brandon Graham's really good. Uh, Javon Hargrave, 25 million guaranteed. Yep. That's a lot. Uh, I just, it, 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 it's, it's a lot of head scratching. It really is. I, I think the Eagles are going to have to make a lot of adjustments. You guys know how I feel about their receivers. You know, how I feel about it's, it. Yeah. You know how I feel about their quarterback. We've, we've talked about this. This is a really questionable job, suspicious job. I mean, I think it's fair to say that if you kind of ranked, you know, if every job of the NFC East was open, is it fair to say that the least attractive job would be the Eagles job? No, it is 100% Texans. No, 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 no. In the NFC East. Oh, 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 oh. I think it's got to be. Yeah. Right now, yeah. It's got to be, especially because the football team has some momentum. Uh, Dallas has pieces. Giants almost made the playoffs without their best player. Right. And Dallas was missing their best guy, so I – it's a big deal. The Eagles, yeah. the Eagles were pretty. I know they were banged up, but yeah, they they, they were, were the most healthy out of any team, and they still. It's just yeah, it's it's not a good situation. Um, I, I just don't. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But the next thing I do want to pop up to you guys though is I, this is kind of like a futuristic question, but I mean, is there any other job change that you guys would like to see if you could just pick a coach and just say you're done? <laughs> I know Zach does. I don't, but I know Zach does. Cliff Kingsbury. (laughs) Really? No hesitation. He has to go. He has to go. See, I I would... uh I would it's make just, the case uh, for Zach Taylor at this point. Oh, fuck, I would, yeah. I would, I, I would, I would make the case for Zach oh, Taylor. I don't, God, yeah. unless they come out and have a great season. But I think it's it's just a tricky. The coaching in general is in a tricky spot. Guys like the enemy should be hired. Guys like Dable should be hired. Fangio, get Fangio. out. Yeah, oh. get out. Uh, <laughs> but here we go. But but let's just let's actually talk. Let's actually talk some games. Uh, there there were there were four games that happened this weekend. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers, uh, you know, kicked things off uh, in terms of the divisional and and Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, what a stellar game, you guys. He the thing is like let, let me tell you the stat I found the other day. You realize know, like the average of Aaron like he only th- like. Three yards, about three yards a throw is what Aaron Rodgers was ultimately making. He was not just sitting there throwing 30-yard passes. He, it, But he, the thing is, though, you can't sit and watch that game and say he was just, oh, here's the mini little dip pass. Oh, here's the, the key. He's just oh, one yeah, of those quarterbacks that just knows what he's doing. And he puts your defense he, – he just keeps the defense on the toes. And, you know, obviously Donald did not look 100%. 
but but Rogers just did his thing. I mean, he he proved why he's the MVP. Crickets he proved why he's the MVP okay. in this game. And uh, you know, I, I think I think with the the Packers, I I like this. You know, win a lot for them. I think there's you know a chance that Tampa. Uh, might be able to compete, but but I, 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 there's a lot to talk about in terms of this particular game. And so, Bryce, I'll, I'll have you uh, start off with us. All right. Well, we talk some Ramsey, Caleb. Oh, Bryce's Bryce only win tonight. Let's Go talk ahead. some Ramsey. Go ahead. Let's talk Ramsey. Ramsey got utterly embarrassed on national television in he the biggest bad. stage. He looked horrible. Lazard was torching him. Adams was torching him. I'm I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers was just looking for Ramsey and whoever he was covering and just threw it to him just for fun. Troy Hill was their best corner all night long. That is not true. That is absolutely true. Troy no, Hill was not. what Okay. All right. No, Caleb, Caleb, I've been in the same boat as you with the, the Ramsey and the Rams, but he looked horrible. He did look horrible, but you can't sit there and say Troy Hill looked like the best guy. In the game he was. Uh, in the game he was. He looked like their best corner that night. Or, Ramsey uh, on Saturday was night. constantly burnt. The first one with the Adams touchdown immediately. The Adams touchdown is guy. not his fault. That's miscommunication by the safety. Did you watch the replay? Oh my god! Yes, that's so bad. That's so <laughs> oh, bad. Come on. This is inexcusable. Because Look. the problem was the defense was in man to man, and it was very clear that they were trying to expose that. Either way, you don't need that in a playoff game. Turn around. And I agree. You don't need that in the playoff game. I agree. You don't need that in a playoff game. But I am saying I think that there's a lot of criticism on that. Jalen Ramsey was oddly quiet after the game too. Just saying. But he had no reason. Though he was. Enough. He had no reason though. He had no reason. So I mean, look, and this proof. This again, I said it last week. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that you just don't bet against. You know, yeah. and this exactly shows why. I mean, because like we talked about it uh, last week, we said, okay, Devontae Adams is going to see a lot of coverage, right? He's going to see a lot of guys. He's going to be blanketed. He's going to make plays, but to, and we talked about other guys are going to have to step up and make plays. I mean, listen to this. Alan Lazard was actually their leading receiver, four receptions, 96 yards. Robert Tunyon, who Zach crapped on last week, four receptions for 60 yards. uh, Miss me with Tunyon. <laughs> Four for sixty. I'm just saying. I'm care. just saying. So, and they they ran for 188 yards against a very tough Rams defense. You know, Brandon Staley might have been thinking about that Chargers job a little too much. You know what I mean? Just saying. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So, uh, so yeah, that's what you can look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. You look forward to uh, Chargers defenses uh, being unclutched in the biggest stages, apparently. So, hey. Anyways, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Period. Yeah. He's a bad man. Yeah. And I, I mean, the Rams offense uh, really never, really never got a rhythm. Uh, they ran the ball. Okay. I mean, they, they almost ran for a hundred yards as a team, but not great. You know, like it wasn't a prime cam Akers game. But well, no, let's, let's rhythm. talk about that, Zach, because you were mentioning before the show that you have questions about McVay and you have questions about Jared Goff as well. How do you see this from the Rams perspective? Because it seems like there could be a hint of frustration from McVay about Goff and the quarterback situation. Well, if I'm up in the executive room for the Rams and I have to pick between McVay and Goff, the, the, it's very simple who I'm picking. <laughs> <laughs> Very quick. Broken thumb or not, I'm picking Sean McVitt. Well, Wait, and not oh. to mention, you shouldn't even have to decide. You should immediately pick up the phone and call Cal McNair over in Houston. 
hey, what will it take <laughs> for me to get Deshaun Watson? That's what it should be. Period. Okay, is, you know how much luxury tax is going to be paying? They're going to be. Is gonna say they pay in the NFL? You think they care? Yes. They're going to have to pay like state tax at that point. Yeah, the Rams are in trouble because they've they've got a lot of big salaries, and Give you this is a this is a team. Jalen Ramsey is a top five corner in the league. I don't understand how you keep on blasting us. This is give me a top five. Something. Give me a top five. It's just he had a, a very corner. shitty performance in a playoff game, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, no, it it, it, it looked You bad, want your but... money? Go earn your money. Look, I will. I was all with you on Ramsey, but just said he, he, he did. He, he didn't look. Yeah, I agree. He didn't look good. I agree. He didn't look good. I agree. I'm just saying that. Like, here's the stat of the game. Five players don't look trash in big games. No, no. Here's the stat of the game for me. It it has nothing to do with Goff and the Rams' inability to score. No David Bakhtiari in this game. (laughs) I understand Aaron Donald is not 100%. But no Bakhtiari. Do you want to know how many sacks the Rams had? Zero. Oh, zero, yeah. Zero sacks. Aaron Rodgers could wear that uni again. How do you – this guy had all day to throw. All day to throw. I understand Donald is not 100%, I, and, but I don't care. Bakhtiari is not out there, and you have plenty of depth on the D-line. Floyd, Brockers, what are you doing? Yeah, no, yeah. It's fair. I I will say I will say that the the defensive line was very underwhelming, and that was something that you know a lot of people were banking on in the sense of they thought you know they could put some pressure on him. You know, they Sebastian Joseph Day and Fox and Donald and and Rockers. They it just did not work out for them. Packers had great protection all night. Uh, the Rams are going to have some questions. Uh, I'm a big John Johnson guy. He's a free agent. Uh, I, I think I think that's going to be somebody that you would have to think the Rams would sign back. I think he's really good. I think he's very underrated when we talk about safeties. Uh, so I, I think this is a, a situation that they're that they're going to have to really evaluate. The Packers came out and took it to them, and obviously the golf situation is was questionable regardless of the, the, the you know the, the finger injury. Okay, but uh, it came to more light after this game, no question about it. Questions Next on the up is uh, uh, questions on the O line. That's a good point. Whitworth is a potential uh, you know retirement. He's older. You know that's always something that's going to be uh, checked out with, and they they didn't have great protection. You know, very much at all in this game. The Ravens and the Bills uh, were the next game. Uh, hey, Zach. Josh Allen can't win in the playoffs. No, he can't. He can't, according to Bryce. Bryce is really just, he is, his take on Josh Allen, I think. Gotta it's got to be up on the worst tier. He's He's got to be on the worst tier. It's got to be on the worst tier of takes. It's just, it's, it's one incredible. Of, it's, it's one Allen, Allen is is just absolutely sensational. And I, he just came into this game and really the bills did, you know, their defense played awesome. Only holding the Ravens to three was, was awesome. Bryce, what are you going to do if, if they beat the chiefs? It's not going to happen. What are you going to do? It's just not going to happen. Simple as that. Well, okay. what, what are you going to do if it happens? Okay. Hey, Zach. Okay. Let him, let him. Okay. Let him. It's cute. Let They'll him. have this cute run. Brian Dabble will leave. What's There's left? no cute run if you make the conference championship. You're an elite team. It's cute. Uh, it's an elite wait, run. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Were the Jaguars an elite team? The Titans made it last year. Were the Jaguars an elite okay. team? If you, you make the Super Bowl, a, you're an elite team. 
And the Bills might make the Super Bowl. Because the Jags were an elite team then. They had an elite team. But, I mean, they had the record. I'm just saying they had the record. Whether I agree with it or not, they had had a top-of-the-line record. I'm just saying. So is Doug Marone an elite coach? My God, no. We saw what he did the last three years. Come on. We saw it. We saw it. I'm just saying with with the Bills, we're seeing an we're seeing unbelievable offense. The bill the Bills only had Their 32 running put yards. Up Ten points. The offense of the the offense only had 32 yards on the yeah, ground. And Josh Allen comes into play and he he just gets them what they need to get to. He got and the, the defense dub. made huge plays. He got the dub, Bryce. They what do you digs, want? They had digs for a hundred plus, hundred six yards and a touchdown. You, Bryce, you are you are ridiculous on the Bills. The, you you got to give the defense more credit in this particular game. But to sit here and say, yeah, it was nothing what you have been defense. saying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait, what, what do you want me to do? I mean, I'm looking no, at you're, this. No, you're sitting. You're 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 just absolutely Bryce, discrediting everything. Pay for Bryce. Allen. Look at their run game. You know who got carries yeah. for them? T.J. Yeldon. And you're telling me Josh Allen didn't carry his weight? No, Come I on. know. That's what I'm saying. Look. Come on. Buffalo won. Okay. Lamar Jackson didn't play like an MVP. My criticism of Lamar Jackson stands. No, no. Play like an MVP. This was a lose-lose situation for you, Bryce. You're, I, it would totally is a lose-lose situation for you because <laughs> the thing about the Ravens' perspective the, for the, a second. The reigning MVP did not show up for a for an elite playoff game. He did not show up. He got injured. He got injured. You didn't get in to see him in the biggest quarter. stages. You want to talk about his center? Yeah, talk about his center. Talk you want to about, talk about that? Talk about it. Talk about that? Sure. That's what killed him. That's well, what killed him. Killed him. Had nothing Buried to do with Lamar. And that's just ridiculous. This guy balled out. The, the center cost him the game. Yeah, it did. Lamar Jackson balled out. It was what he had. He did. Yep. Come on. Bryce, like I said last week, you have not accounted for the losses on the O-line. They no, lost man. a Hall of Fame lineman in Yonda. Yeah. Ronnie Stanley, a top, maybe a top five lineman, and you're just like, got to make plays. You do. You do. That's <laughs> oh what MVPs God. do. So you're telling me that Patrick Mahomes, if you took away Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, he would be nothing? Lamar Jackson doesn't have Travis Kelsey and Tyreek exactly. Hill. Mark exactly. Andrews no, I'm saying take away, take away Kelsey. Take, take away Kelsey and, t- and take away Tyreek Hill. You don't think Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes? You can, nah, nah. No, you're no, not. I, I, think, I don't think he would be the same guy. No, I don't think I he disagree. would be the same guy. I disagree with that. No, if he has Ricky Seals-Jones as his tight end and tra- no Travis Kelsey, are you kidding me? I bet me? he still makes Willie plays. Sneed. Willie Sneed. I bet yeah, and Lamar Jackson's making plays. Uh, get, get, y- Lamar Jackson's making plays. Is he? Oh my gosh. He had a very lackluster year. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're acting like he can he just for replicate his yards. numbers. You're acting cool. like he can replicate his numbers from last year, which they were absurd high record numbers. Okay, I'm not you're saying just break records not gonna... again. I'm I'm saying it. You least... sure are. No. No. You sure are. No. Yes. No, I can't yes. believe we're still doing this, Bryce. This Come is on, Bryce. Just saying. Look, I'll just give my prediction now. The Chiefs are going to beat Buffalo Sunday. That's it. I'm not going to argue with that. 
I just wanted to know what you would do if Buffalo won the game. They're not. I don't need to think about it. I really don't. You need to think about it because no, it's a possibility. Not, not even not even in the slightest. It's absolutely. I don't need not I don't even in the slightest. No, unless Mahomes is out. If Mahomes is out, yes, the Bills win the game and go to Super Bowl. But if Mahomes plays, it's over. I hope for the sake of this podcast, the Bills make the Super Bowl. Well, it's the a next, win the, the next price if Mahomes doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'm, okay, come on. You're telling if, me that. No, no. If the Bills win, Kansas they're going to say, oh, Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Yeah. yeah. Why, who else? Why wouldn't you say that in the yeah, first it, place? Exactly. You really. Exactly. So, so, so look me in the eyes, Zach Griffith, and you tell me that the Chiefs have a chance to beat the Bills with Chad Henney at quarterback. Go ahead. You can't yes, do it. Chance. You can't. Yes, they I'm have a chance. Gonna, I'm not going to hold Henney that has a chance. against I'm not going to hold that against Josh Allen for Pat Mahomes. He absolutely does. Chad Henney has a chance. Stop. The Chiefs have a chance at Chad Henney under center. Did you see that interception he threw? I don't need to. He makes big plays, and Andy Reid's his offensive guru. Oh, my gosh. I don't need to. Oh, my gosh. I don't need to. That's. I don't need to. I will say for Chad Henney, there are a lot worse backups than Chad Henney. Thank you. But I don't think. And they're going to use it. They're going to. They will figure. They would figure it out regardless. You're. It's. It's. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The they, they, if Chad Henney is under center, the Bills are going to win. I agree. I'm with not Bryce. saying yes. that I disagree with you guys on that fact, but to act like they don't have a chance with Chad Henney under center, that's they ridiculous. They don't. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay. Next up is the. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs and the Browns. Chiefs won twenty-two to seventeen over the Browns. Uh, obviously, the next take is, uh, well, Mahomes uh, got out. He got hurt because of a concussion. Chad Henney had to come in the game, and uh, he made a huge play on fourth down. Uh, did that little sticks play that they always like to do on those fourth and shorts. And Tyreek Tyreek got the ball there, and, uh, you know, they won the game. And, I mean, I, I do feel bad for Cleveland because they, they did get screwed over on the fumble call. It was, it was ridiculous. He did hit him. He did lead with the crown of his helmet. You know, and that's a shame on the refs for, for not seeing that and for not making the adjustments that were necessary to make that call. And, you know, I, I will say this about the Browns. I have said my fair share about Maker Mayfield many times. I have called him an overrated quarterback. I have called him not a very good quarterback. I have said that there were times that he didn't look like a starting quarterback. But I will. But you know what? I, I will say I will say this. He, he is he has proven a lot of people this year. Uh, in no way, shape, or form is this loss on him. None, none whatsoever. He came out and, and played a, a terrific game. Kills him to uh, say it, Bryce. Yeah, it no, it doesn't because I'm the one guy on this on this podcast that owns up to the mistakes that I make. Unlike the two of you, I, I think the Browns. I think the Browns are. I think the Browns are, are are a team that you know really showed a lot of confidence. And, you know, they're going to be a threat. I feel like for for quite a while. But, you know, it is the Chiefs' time. You know, it really is. It's the Chiefs' time. Let me tell you, the Browns got every break. They got every break. What do you? What do you? What? Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Mahomes going out of the game. Butker missing. You kicks. guys. You guys. You. 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 It, it's been clear and obvious that the Chiefs are pretty much the best team in the AFC, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying the Browns okay. had a lot of chances to try and win this game. They did, but I, I. At the same time, I feel like they put themselves in a really bad position to even try to make the comeback. It felt like it was. They. They really struggled in the first half. They couldn't stop Mahomes from scoring. They couldn't stop him. Uh, yeah, I I got a couple things from this. One, uh, I mean, yeah, the Browns had the breaks, right? Um, Mahomes went out of the game, which, by the way, 
So I looked at it, right? And I didn't hear any explanations or look deeper into this. Like the play itself didn't look dangerous. No, it didn't. It didn't. I mean, there was some neck cranking, but I didn't feel like there was enough to like, I don't know. It just seemed weird. You know, uh, prayers up for Patrick Mahomes. Hopefully he's able to play and he'll be no, okay. It wasn't dirty. He, he went on Twitter and, and it seemed like yeah, he was, it, it was fine. not that big of a deal. Right. Uh, I mean, the Baker Mayfield interception, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs have it on their own end and they miss a field goal. You know, Cleveland had another break there. Bucker looked rough. Yeah, he missed the extra point, shanked the extra yeah. point really bad and then missed that field goal right off the left upright. Yeah, that was tough. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, the way Baker Mayfield was throwing the football, like I felt comfortable with him. I felt like he was dropping some dimes, dude. I'm not, I mean, just yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. straight up dime. I mean, it, it, he played a heck of a game. I got to give him that. They got away from the run game, which is kind of concerning. You know, Kevin Stefanski basically abandoned what got him there all year long. And on the flip side, the Chiefs, look, this came full circle, right? Daryl Williams, the Super Bowl hero from last season. You're like, oh, Daryl Williams, you know, he might be the starter next year. Nope. Draft Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh, by the way, we're going to sign Le'Veon Bill halfway through the season. You'll be the third string running back. And guess who you needed in this game? Daryl freaking Williams, who always shows up no matter what. 13 carries for 78 yards. He was good in the past game, too. I know he had a, he had a couple uh, couple catches. Let me see what he have. Yeah, four for 16. Yeah. So I know on the ground, he outgained like, both Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, you. it almost feels like you wasted a draft pick on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, I, I guess that's – I know that sounds harsh to say right now, but, I mean, I feel like you had a perfectly capable running back with Darrell Williams, you know? And Cleveland's defense has fair. been tough all year. That's you know, fair. that that D-line has been one of the best in football. Miles Garrett uh, leading that, that yeah. unit there. So – I think that was interesting too, but hey, props to Chad Henney for uh, making the run, the scramble on third and 14 and then getting the fourth and inches call. So, hey, Chiefs got it done. They escaped onto the Bills, going to beat the Bills, go to the Super Bowl. Hey, hey Bryce, you, you were talking about Butker. Speaking of kickers, I noticed Caleb glossed over Justin Tucker. <laughs> What are you gonna jump? What are you okay? Can, okay, let me let me defend Tucker then. Quickly, how many? Quickly, Justin Tucker is the best kicker in the NFL. Who's better? You quickly so, glossed so over, folks. Who's folks, better? Who's better? Who's home, better? Caleb Lynn texted us and said, "Oh, go ahead. Justin Tucker is the best kicker in the league. He is. Interesting. How many who, field goals did he who miss? Are gonna, who are Caleb, you gonna? How, people how, have rough nights." People have rough nights. I don't know what you want me to say. People had rough nights. People have games where it's not looking so good. Like Jalen Ramsey. He was one of three. Jalen Ramsey. From field goals. He was one of three. One of three. And how long were those field goals, Caleb? Do you have that in front of you? I I, I know that they were more than, you know, they they weren't very deep. Oh, okay. Interesting. Best kicker in the league, folks. (laughs) Who are you putting above him? Look, I agree. He's the best. I'm just I'm saying. Thank you. The pass. Do not put hot round. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Oh my god. These two playoff games, he looked bad, and the one field goal he, he made look against bad. the Bills. The one field goal he made against he the Bills. Lucky. Barely, it didn't look bad. Lucky. It didn't look good. I agree. It didn't look good. I mean, he didn't cost them the game. They were going to lose either way, but sure, it would have been closer. 
it didn't look good. I agree. It didn't look good. I agree. I, I agree that it didn't look good. Um, I I'm right there with you on that. I just think that there is a lot to look into, particularly with, you know, the, the kicking right now has not been great for really, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of people that can really trust in their kicking. Right. I mean, it's all over the place. Tucker, you know, obviously has had a rough stretch, but you know, he, he came, he came in there and, and he's, he's been proving year in and year out why he's one of the best. He's in the still league. The I, just, best. I don't understand. I, I get the fact that he looked bad. I get it. I get it. But I mean, we're not sitting here saying, oh, he goes from a kicker that was, we're not sitting there saying he sucks. That's all. It was just, it was just funny. It was very ironic. It is. It's fine. It's ironic. I'm just telling you that that's all. That's that's the point. That's the, ironic. The point. The point is Tucker's still really good. The, ne- he the next save others from death, but not this. And you would you would he's he's. <laughs> I mean, not a lot of kickers I'd take over him at a clutch moment. The the Buccaneers and the Saints uh, also played, and Drew Brees had an <sighs> embarrassing performance. I mean, it, it it stinks because he is going to probably at least it it seems as if he's going to be done, and it's a horrible way for this guy to 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 leave the league. He's been a tremendous face for the league for quite a while uh, in terms of his play. Uh, people love him uh, in New Orleans. Um, I heard something the other day that I think was an interesting take that Drew Brees is the greatest free agency signing in NFL history. I heard that the other day. I think you can really make that take. You can. I think that Kamara, I, yeah, you can make the take. And Kamara, obviously, he went for 85 yards against the number one run defense in the league. He's obviously a stud. But this is where my problem is. And I know that you're going to say this, Zach, and it's going to piss me off like nobody's business. The fact of the matter is, when you have a quarterback that can't throw the ball down the freaking field, you can't expect a whole lot from your wide receivers. Mike Tom is getting zero catches and what zero am I yards say? in this game. You were sitting there joking about it earlier and I'm telling you Michael Thomas <laughs> comes into this game with no quarterback to throw him down the field if all you do is run drags and slants how can you expect to get how can you expect to do can anything I, I, go ahead let me ahead. let me let me defend myself here all right we didn't go ahead get the sack we didn't do get the, let me just say no let me just say this is a horrible Drew Brees is great it's a horrible way if his career does end which I think it should it's it's horrible but Winston's we didn't do get the sack. We didn't do get the sack. I'm giving Sean Payton the sack because he should have done what was best for the team and made the switch. No, no. Put in Winston. Oh, he, he, he would have done what Caleb's saying. You are so pro Jameis. No, let me Zach. let me get I, this straight. Jameis, Jameis, the guy, not a fan. I'm just saying, he's better than a lot of these quarterbacks to get second chances. He would have given them a better chance to win. He would have at he least given. Was. He would have at least given Mike Thomas some deep looks. I mean, I mean, yeah, come he on. Yeah, he would have. I agree. We saw what he did on one play. Right, look, he, I, he just. I agree. I'm with you on that. I, I'm I'm with you on it. That's as why well. I'm giving Sean Payton the sack because I don't care if it's Drew Brees' last. But when would you have turned it to him though? Would you have turned it to him second half? As soon as uh, I saw that play. No, the play oh, the, the, oh, the as soon as double the, reverse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, well, Drew can't do that. So Jameis stay in there. Get the ball down the field. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that. Bryce, you have any thoughts there? Um, yeah. I mean, just super disappointing, honestly. It never felt like the Saints were like in the game. You know, like I know it's a 10 point, it's only a 10 point loss, but like you just never felt like it was in the game. No, I agree. Uh I mean, I guess what's concerning is that um well in Tampa Bay, I think are gonna make adjustments, but 
Yeah. It's even more sad that they won with Mike Evans and Antonio Brown having one reception each yeah. and Rob Gronkowski a, only having one reception. That's a part of the Tampa success though, Bryce. This is a team that's loaded with skill players. They can go to Ty, they can go to Tyler Johnson and get an amazing catch. And then they I, I can go that. to Scotty Miller. Like I, I get what you're saying, but like, <laughs> this is why Tampa did all this. They wanted to have this surplus of weapons. It's so and annoying. They, it, it it makes it makes me so upset. No, you're you're coming this, from a hatred well, place on Brady. I, look, and I and, and and part of it is I will admit that yeah, this makes are, me so upset that Brady can just waltz into the NFC and just he's, go straight to the championship game. And not to mention he's he okay. So let's let's recap. He played against the NFC East winner. Cry me a river. Okay, that was easy. You played against a quarterback that has it no arm easy. left. It wasn't easy. It was a close game. Cry me a river. Zach, Bryce, did you Tom ever Brady think Washington looks was going to win? It doesn't matter. I know, and that's what I know, and that's what Tom Brady looks amazing. I know, it's, he looks it's frustrating. Amazing. Okay, but you're acting like it's just yeah, yeah. You're coming from a hatred place, so I want to give Tom Brady what he deserves, which is fine. Give him what he, he played deserves. a very good football game, and Whatever. he answered the criticism that everybody had of him this year, which is everybody thought that he wasn't going to be the same without Belichick. Well, psych. The the guy is still playing at a high level. I mean, you guys are some of these throws that he is making is. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's just completely and totally mind-boggling. And you can make the argument that it's nice to have elite receivers. But, I mean, I don't care. When you're dropping dimes like that, you still got it. And Brady's, I probably got it for like three or four more years with the way he keeps his body up. I mean, it's it's incredible the way he's playing. And they're getting unbelievable production from the running game. And off the air, off the air, I'm going to admit this to Bryce, on the air for you, specifically for you. I'm gifting this to you. I said that Leonard Fournette had the tendency to look a little bit washed and done, but he obviously is not looking washed and done. The guy ran for 17 carries and 63 yards. Ronald Jones had 13 carries for 62 yards. Now, Bryce, to, to, to come on the air with this argument, I will say this. Fournette has the tendency, in my opinion, to not adapt very well to the modern running back that I feel like you want. And that's where my struggle was, but he caught a touchdown today. He made a really good. Now I I think a lot of it had to do with Tom Brady's ball placement. I'll make that argument, but I think Fournette looks and steps up to the plate in a big way. And Jones with the quad injury uh, still looks legit. So when you can get 60 yards in, Oh, and by the way, a report came out today that Vita Vea is about to come back for the Buccaneers. So you're going to have a really nasty piece coming back. And can I make the other? Can I make another argument to you guys too about the Bucks before I get off that high train? I get that we really like Devin White. Like Devin White's a great player; he's exciting. But everybody forgets about the fact that Levante David is really good, and you could argue he's even better. Everybody forgets about <laughs> Levante David is one of the most years. underappreciated players in the NFL, and especially of our era. You guys, Levante David deserves every bit of this. Yeah, I know, particularly for you, Bryce, you're not a Brady guy, but Levante David deserves all of this. No, yeah, he he's been there. He's endured so many bad teams and then getting a little he, success and he's, now getting more success. He's deserved for the guy. I would argue that Mike Evans deserves this. He's been around some bad Bucks teams. The way that I see it, this is an incredible victory. And, you know, I understand people are being on and off thinking the Bucks can just, you know, they have inconsistencies, but they made the NFC Championship game. Uh, it, and it's remarkable how they did it. 
And that leads me into the previews of our of our conference championship games with Tampa and Green Bay. And uh, look, Rodgers is an MVP candidate. There's no question about it. He could win the whole gosh dang thing. Brady is ridiculous. Uh, he's ridiculous. The games at Lambeau, I don't like that, even though I think Brady plays in the cold weather well. I don't care about the fact that he's been used to Tampa weather. He'll figure it out in the cold weather. I just – call me crazy, but I could see Tampa winning this game. I really could. I'm not going to sit – I'm may. i I'm still debating on my predictions, and I'll wait on you guys to maybe convince me at one way or the other here. But I think we're up on a really good game between the Bucks and the Packers. Well, I'm not debating my pick. It's Go Tampa. Ahead. Wow. Are you really? So you're going to dominate the line. They're going to dominate the line. That's fair. On both sides. That's fair. They're going to dominate. Interesting. Well, with Vea and Sue in the middle. And look, we all know what happened last time. Yeah. I mean, I agree. We said the same thing. There's an argument. There's a legit argument. We said the same thing when they played the Saints because the Saints blew them out twice. But yes, they did. I don't know. I just. That's fair, Zach. I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Uh, Bryce, it's what, not what a are you knock seeing? on the Packers? I, the Packers are yeah. good. I just I'm interested to dominate. see. I'm interested to see the um, cornerback matchups, uh, quarterback uh, or cornerback and a wide receiver matchups for both sides. I agree. I want to see who's gonna who's gonna match up with Tampa Bay receivers. Well, who's nobody's gonna, match gonna up guard with Adams. Adams. Nobody's so, going to guard Adams, though, Bryce. Come on. Uh, look, hey, I, I on. got it. You know, and I would be interested to see how the Packers uh, can get pressure on Tom Brady because we all know if you get pressure on Brady, I think that disrupts uh, some things in his head. So um, I you think it'll be interesting. offensive line, though, Bryce. They, <laughs> I, I think Zach's Good. got a valid point with that Good. offensive line. Well, they again, arguably have I, all pros all over the freaking offensive works. line. Look. I look, I, I totally understand that, but are we going to get good bucks? Or are we going to get bad bucks? I think we're due for a bad bucks game here soon. They're due. That's fair. They're due. Damn. So uh, not because of this, I, I'm, I'm taking the Packers, but I'm taking the Packers because again, I don't really want the Buccaneers to win. I think Rogers is going to figure it out. I think Mike, I think uh, Matt Lafleur is going to figure it out. Bias. Like he has. Get off your bias. I mean, Bryce, I don't want bias. the Bucks to win either. I just look. They just beat. They beat the number one defense in the league. They just beat him handily. Handily, <laughs> made a top five corner look silly. Ramsey yeah. Caleb. Oh, I agree. Now you're facing I, Carlton Davis. I agree. No, he's he could go for like 200. I the way I see the way I see this game, I yeah. I, I I like this matchup. Oh, I do. He's contemplating his pick now. But I, I no, I just I'm, thought of Antoine Winfield Jr. back there. He's legit. By the he way, he is legit. He is uh, legit. Adam. The way I see this game, the way I see this game, I just. I think I made up my mind. I I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. He's the wow. MVP. I'm not. I'm wow. not betting against Rodgers. I I hate uh, picking them in large parts due to our uh, fellow network uh, guests and and in uh, Hogsett and Powell who have typically went to that direction. But I, I I would you know maybe you know that could be something <laughs> for later. But I think Rodgers is just that good. I just I just can't bet on him at this. I can't bet against him at this point. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Next up is the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, you know, Zach, I'll let you guess the line here. What's the line here in this game? Oh, and I'll let you guess the Tampa line as well if you don't already know it. Tampa line. I'll say Green Bay by three. 
Three and a half. Three and a half. Hey, it could move to three. It's really now early the Chiefs, this week. Now the Chiefs. Now what's the Chiefs? Uh, well, gets the Bills. Do they think Mahomes is going to play? That's the thing. I don't think it matters. Honestly. Give me the line. Give me the line. Come on. Give me the line. Chiefs by four. Dang it, he's close. Three. Ah. Three. You're ah. good on the line. You are good on the lines, though, Zach. But in all seriousness, <laughs> I mean, those these two teams are going to score. Uh, there's no question about it. Uh, I there, There's no question about it. They're going to light up the board. Do you guys see uh, Mahomes like, missing this game? No. No. Even think it's a possibility? I think it's no. They will fake. They will fake a a a, a pass concussion we'll test. S- they will. They'll figure out a way to get him on the field. I think. I do. I if th- you're I conscious enough to tweet, you're conscious enough to play a football I just, game. I think it's a possibility. I mean, that hit. He he thought his address was one two three Sesame Street after that hit. He didn't know no. where he was. Nah, he'll so, play. I, I'm just saying. It's fair though, bro. It's a possibility. It is fair. He doesn't play. Yeah. I'd be shocked if he didn't play, but I think it's possible. I agree. I agree. Uh, how do we see this game, you guys? What are you guys looking for in this matchup? How do you how do you look at this? Bryce, and I'll start with Bryce on this. Smiling. Give me oh, he Chiefs, wants to baby. see. Give yeah. me the Chiefs. You want to bet against Patrick Mahomes? Be my guest. If you predict a blowout. Just because of your loathing of Buffalo. You're predicting, predicting a blowout. I'm not predicting. A, no, I'm not predicting. Oh. I didn't give a score. Why are you just assume I predicted blowout? <laughs> you hate the Bills. Josh Allen. You hate Josh Allen. You hate the Bills. You hate Josh. You hate them all. Be interesting <laughs> to see. I would be very curious if Brian Dabble moves on. I'd be very curious to see what happens. Interesting. Just saying. <laughs> give us a score. You want a score on this? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Give it, give it, Bryce. Give it. You guys are dumb. Give me Chiefs 40. Give me Bills 30. Oh, that's actually more. That's actually. Come on. The Chiefs have never had like a dominant defense. Let's be honest here. Okay, but I'm shocked he's giving Josh Allen the quarterback he hates 30 points. Maybe there'll be two pick sixes. We'll see. Oh, my. Zach, what do you have for this? What are you looking for, and how do you see this game? Well, I'm just going to assume Mahomes plays, so. Fair. I got to go with the Chiefs. Oh, interesting. I would always go with the Chiefs. It's been a great run for the Bills. Literally a historic run for them. They they haven't done this in years. It's very cute. It's not cute. When you've done something that you haven't done in 25 years, it's not cute. It's cute. All right, all right, all right. Give me the Chiefs. Come on, Zach. Do it. Do it. Chiefs, 28. Bills, 23. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I I will say this. I will say this. You know what? I I feel like there's a a couple ways you can lean with this. I do. Uh, But... I'm, I'm going to do it for the sake of this podcast. For a Josh Allen lover like myself, I'm going to pull the trigger for, the, for, for this for this opportunity for this opportunity. Don't believe that to resume in my podcast. I am going to go with the Buffalo Bills over the he Kansas believes it. Chiefs. He believes I'm going to go for it. I am going to go for it. <laughs> For, for wow. Just to just to make it, just to make Bryce just a, just salty because dumb. I know he he just hates Josh Allen. I know this he hates dumb. him. This is like when you pick the Browns. I, look, I did it. I did it to make a little make a little spark. 
and I think Josh Allen could could maybe get a spark going. I, I just yeah, let's let's go with the Bills. Let's be a little okay. different. Right, fine, give us the score then. Caleb. Thirty-three to thirty, Bills over the. Wow. Uh, is it going to be, be an epic game? Is it going to be a last-second field goal or uh, I can't try game ceiling interception? What's it going to be? Tyler Bass miss. <laughs> no, I think I think Tyler Bass will not give them the game-winning field goal. <laughs> I think it's or, I think it's just going to be a tight game. And then, how about a poetic but, Josh Allen fumble? Well, yeah, it's not going to happen. I, I don't. I, he might he fumble. I'm just off. saying. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think. Let's just. Let's just hope for the sake of it. I'm just going for the Bills for the sake of this. Why podcast. are we hoping the pill the Bills win? For the Why? integrity of this podcast, Bryce. You have bashed Josh Allen literally the entire time we have done these pods. Patrick Bryce, Mahomes for the is literally the podcast. greatest quarterback of all time. Bryce, oh. the Bills are one of the most tortured. Fan bases we've ever seen. I am gonna give them credit where it's due. This is what I don't get. This is what I don't get. All these people that hate the Browns, they hate the Bills. What the the hell have these teams ever done to you? Besides, (laughs) this is just cute because water seeks its own level. Nature must must endure forever. The Bills will always be will always be a joke. The Browns will always be a joke. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you hate these teams? All they've ever done is lose to you. You are such I'm a just, hater. You look, are. You shouldn't look, be praising them. You're despicable. Why? I'm just skeptical. Inconceivable. In a way, it's inconceivable. Like, hey, stop it. Stop with the Princess Bride stuff. Cut it out. Inconceivable. Cut it out. It's treason. Why why have we turned into a pop culture reference podcast? What are we doing? Because there's a lot of good because we can go a lot of ways on this. It's Caleb's fault. Uh, It was all the Jessica Simpsons during the Face it. It makes good entertainment. Face it. It's good. In 2005. It's good. It's good. 2005. Oh man. Hey, (laughs) the Sith came out in 2005. Great. Yeah, it it, it, it was it was it was a good flick. And uh, look, I, I will say, I will say this. There, when it comes to, when it comes to this game, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, you know, an interesting little twist to this. I, I think for the sake of this, I really believe that, you know, I, I like to see it. I would just like to see this work out in their own way. Um, I feel like Josh Allen will come in with the, uh, my name is Josh Allen. You killed my father, prepare to die type of game. I think he could come for it. I, I just, I just think he's, I think it's possible. I think, I think it's possible. I wanted to make that quote price. I've had it under the bag for quite a while. I'm sorry. Oh gosh. <laughs> you know, I'm here for it. I put to say, Zach, I thought you would appreciate that. I thought you I'm here for it. Okay, you know, right. I'm here for it. Thank you, thank you. Now, without further ado, um, I want to I want to make this point as well. Um, with the the next couple of weeks in coverage, uh, we're looking at doing a conference championship pod potentially with Devin Voss. But if that does not work out, we are planning on doing it just the three of us again. Zach will then bow out of our coverage as the Super Bowl. Uh, Bryce and I will be taking that, uh, and then from there, we're potentially looking at doing a lot of things. But I kind of want to open it up to the to the viewers and listeners to this podcast. If you have any you know particular things that you would like us to go over, uh, particularly you know, let us know. Please let us know. Please please. Please give us a rating or a review of our podcast. We would all genuinely appreciate it. All of us at the network, for that matter. Uh, if it's even just one of our podcasts, uh, we would all appreciate it. Uh, and, and I just, I'd like to see the listeners involved with this as well. So without a further ado, uh, this is the uh, conclusion of the Lynn Sandy Podcast, part of the Hook Podcast Network. Zach, uh, once again, 
Uh, thank you for coming on the show and actually showing that you're non-biased for once in your gosh darn life. Hey, my team's out. I don't have any. I don't have anything to be biased for. So. Meanwhile, Bryce is about as petty as he's ever been. Bryce, it is a privilege to have you on. You're a good co-host, but you were very petty today. Something was up with you at your work today. Something was up. It's fine. Something was up. You had a rough day at the office. And, and without further ado, I, I, uh, I'll, uh, I'll call this a, uh, an addict to the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, keep checking out our podcast.